Welcome to another episode of Single Professional Mother. I'm your host, Mia Haslett, and today my guest is my daughter, Michaela Black. Welcome, Michaela. Hello. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, hello to the people on my mother's podcast. My name is Michaela Black. I am 14 years old. I am in ninth grade right now. I like to read, draw, and pretty much be my little loner self. Okay. Well, you were very young when me and your father separated. Um, You were only three years old. And as you grew, you know, a lot of things happened in those first initial years of us separating. When do you think you realized we were not together. I finally realized that you guys weren't together when I was five years old. So that took me two years. Okay. And how do you think our divorce impacted you? It impacts me in a way by telling me like, this is real life. This is how I'm going to see my life from now on. Knowing my parents aren't together anymore. I know that they're not going to get back together. They're moving on with their lives. Like every day while we lived in Texas, um, Jazzy had told me that she didn't want me to know that we, you guys weren't divorced yet. So she told me every time that dad was up in the airplane because there's so many planes passing by and passing by and passing by. So he, she told me that he was up in the airplane looking down over us while he was working So, and he would visit us one day. So every time I would look up, I would say, oh, hi, dad. And Jazzy would just sit there. She's like, yep, that's dad. Mm-hmm. So sisterly love. Um, and you, you talk about Texas because um, a year after me and your father separated, I moved you guys to Texas. And one of the things about moving to Texas um, was Massachusetts was really, really expensive for a single mom to raise two kids. So we moved in with your godmother and we stayed there. And there was just this home where you guys were on, um, you know, couches and blow up mattresses. And I was on a couch. And, you know, although it was not the ideal living, for us that I wanted or ever dreamed that we would be in that situation, it at least, um, it it was a chance for us to start new. But I think you and I both realized that didn't stay that way. We were only down there a year until we moved back and we moved in with um, your grandparents, you know, my parents. So, you know, that was another whole part of our lives, getting used to, you know, me and your father not being together. Um, What advice, because I feel like you were really young, you were still only five when we moved back. So it was very difficult to have real, real honest conversations with you. But I feel like when you would ask me questions or your sister. I was, I did my best to be very honest with you that we weren't getting back together. Um, 
So what advice do you have for parents when it comes to talking to their kids about the separation and divorce? For parents, I would tell them to take it easy on their kids about this because one, the children are just getting used to knowing that their parents are getting divorced. Who knows if one of if they're not going to see one of the parents ever again, how their arrangements arrangements are going to work in time. I say that they should take it easy on them, talk to them slowly about it, make sure they understand the conflicts and the decision that's going on in the end, but also make sure that they are comfortable with the situation, make sure that everything's not going all haywire, so everything's just calm and collected and smooth going. Because all we know, we don't want the child to freak out like crazy, knowing that the fact that their parents are splitting up and they can't do anything about it. And it's just a sudden outburst to them and they don't know how to react or control their feelings about it. Right. Okay. Um, So as we transitioned from moving out of um, your grandparents' house and we finally got our own space and you finally got your own room and after you know, 15 months of, you know, sharing space with your sister, you know, this was a time when we moved in here um, into our home. Now you were about seven and in moving into this home um, where you finally had your own room, you, you finally had everything you kind of prayed for You know, how did that make you feel when we finally moved in here? When we finally moved in here, I was like, we finally have our own space to ourselves. I can finally move around, kind of have my own little rules and my own little fun. Yes, I was restricted to everything because I live under your roof. But, like, I could finally move around, have my own space. I had my own room to, like, play with all my dolls, my stuffed animals. But... It was also kind of strange at the same time because I was new to this. I always shared a room with somebody. I was I was always with somebody, so I was just getting new, new. I was getting used to the new space that I was in because I was finally by myself. What I wanted, but I wasn't expecting it to happen so soon. Okay, and um, you know, since then you've grown in this house. We're still in the same house, and. As you have gotten older and realized, you know, um, it was just four years ago that me and your father finalized our divorce. And I was able to share that with you and your sister. Um, How did you accept um, not only the divorce, but, you know, your father being with somebody else and with me? starting to date well that's the thing at first I never accepted it at all I didn't even let it process in my head knowing that the fact that this is actually happening I need to get ready for this I didn't accept it so I would say for the first it took me five years to finally accept it that you guys are never getting back together so I would say the first three years I would say I 
just hated the fact that it was happening. But over time, I had to get used to it because I noticed that you were finally happy and you were finally free. You felt amazing. You felt the life that you always wanted. You finally got everything that you needed in your life. So it took me some time to finally accept it, but I did in the matter of time. And I feel way better now knowing the fact that dad's happy the way he is. You're happy the way he is. Our whole family's happy the way it is because we're finally in the place that we want it to be. Right. Okay. And as far as how did you accept me not only dating, but actually meeting somebody else. Um, Because I just, that was very difficult for me. It was, you know, although I had dated, um, it wasn't, I I didn't want to bring somebody into our home or to meet you if it wasn't serious. So when I felt that I finally was in that relationship and felt that I had met somebody who both you and your sister could finally meet, you know, that was, that was a big step for me, but I wanted to make sure that I introduced you, um, in a manner that made you guys feel comfortable, not that made me feel comfortable. So I don't know if you remember it, but we met at David Buster's and I allowed each of you to bring a friend so um, that it was a neutral spot. It wasn't in our home. It wasn't, um, you weren't by yourself. You had a friend. So going through that and realizing You know, not only are me and your father not getting back together, but here is somebody new in my life that is important to me. How did that make you feel? Well, when I first met him, I was not expecting it because I walk in and I see you hugging somebody. I was like, it's just a friend. It's just a friend. Then my friend Simone, I love her dearly. She's literally a sister to me at this point. We were going to sit there because she wanted some cake, but of course I didn't know what was going on. And the minute I figured out he was your boyfriend, she was just eating there, chowing down that cake. I wanted to leave and play games, but I couldn't leave her because she wanted me to stay. And I just remember literally staring at him the whole time. He knew I was making direct eye contact, but I just didn't know how to react. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to stare at him and see what he does. Maybe he'll go away. Who knows? <laughs> but I had to sit there for a whole 10 minutes while that child slowly took little bites out of that cake, even though I kept telling her to hurry up. We could take it home. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. The minute she finished, she was like, why did you want to hurry up? I was like, I was in an uncomfortable situation, but I knew you like cake, so I understand why you took your time. <laughs> okay, so what advice do you have to... Parents who want to introduce um, a boyfriend or girlfriend to their children. Well, when it comes to parents, um, like finally showing their kids their significant other, I would say it's like telling your kids about the divorce. Like, first mention off that you finally have a partner. 
don't just suddenly bring them to your house and be like, oh yeah, this is my significant other. I'm going somewhere. You you are fine. I'll see you later. Bye. No. Start off by telling them that you finally found somebody that you really love. Next, like, make sure, like, you tell them that if you guys are going on dates, you guys are talking a little bit more, you're going somewhere else, that you're not going to be in the house. Maybe lead on, like, what you did. You brought us to a public place where we finally met him, so it's not as uncomfortable. So, like, you're surrounded by other people. It's not, like, your own place where you feel mostly safe. Then as you go on, maybe come to the house time to time, have a little small talk, and then going on forward and forward, it can probably turn into actual conversations where you're finally feeling um, comfortable with your parents' significant other. Okay. And what advice do you have to kids who, um, when their parents tell them that there is somebody else, who is not, you know, their mother or father, what advice do you have to them um, in accepting that? Even though you might not like it, you know, how how can they make it easier to accept? Well, for them to make it easier, I would say this is what I did for a while because I wasn't ready for it. I was still like going crazy. I went to my friends, my two friends that I trust dearly and they supported me through all of it. They were there when I was crying my eyes out about it. They were there when I was like stressed about it. I didn't know what to do. And like, they're like, it's all right. It's a new beginning for you, but you have to understand, does this make your parents happy? Is this like their new beginning, their new chapter where they're finally opening themselves up into a new world and they're finally being happy for themselves? And I was like, it is making them happy. And I don't want to be like that person saying, like, don't be with them. It doesn't make me happy. No, be with them because it makes you happy. My opinion at this point right now doesn't matter. So go ahead so it makes you happy no matter what. Support your parents all the way. It might be hard for you to accept the fact that they're going on with something and stepping into a new chapter of their lives, like dating, moving on, finally being free. If you have a hard time, my advice to you is just to go a friend and talk about them, talk about it, talk about what's going on. A friend that actually like understands and will be there for you the whole time to support you no matter what. Okay. And as far as, you know, having to deal with both of your parents. (laughs) Um, You know, I I feel like I have kept the door open for your father always to come and be able to see you guys and talk to you guys. Um, You know, he's mostly, most of the visits happen here in our home where he comes and picks you guys up, takes you out shopping. You know, how has that been for you? And how have you kind of adjusted to that being your life? Well, at first, it was a constant, I will see you every single Sunday. I'll see you every single Sunday. Then it turned to every single Sunday and Monday because he picks me up from the bus stop on Monday after school. But then I will say when I start turning 10, 
it was every other Sunday. Every other Sunday. Then when I turned 12, oh, sorry, I can't show up. I have work. Sorry, I have another meeting today. Sorry, I can't show up today. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Then now it's just, I'll text you when I want to see you. But you have to adapt to the fact that maybe that parent's not going to show up all the time. Just try to spend the moments you have right now before it just completely goes away. Try to be more focused on the fact that you don't have that much time with them. But it took me a while to adjust to it. Yes, because I didn't see him all the time. I only saw him every other Sunday, a Sunday, Monday, turned into a Wednesday out of nowhere. But at least I got to see him and spend a little bit of time with him, even if it means just going to the movies, getting ice cream, doing a little shopping run, going to the mall with friends. Just at least I got to spend time, even though it's very little. And... For when you think about how how does it make you feel when you see other, you know, kids with their parents who are married and their parents are together? How does that make you feel? At first, when I was younger, a lot of my friends had parents together. And I was like, huh, that's odd. I thought... Most parents didn't stay together because mine aren't around. And because, like, most of my friends came up, they're like, hey, Michaela, where's your dad? And I was like, oh, he's at work in Boston, and he doesn't live with us. Oh, okay. So they're divorced. I was like, yeah. Why? They're like, oh, just asking because we never see him much. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. He lives all the way in Boston, so boop a boop travel, travel, travel. Over time, though, I started making more friends, and I noticed, like, hmm, a lot of my friends have parents together, and a lot of my friends don't really have parents together at all. So, I was like, oh, okay. So, every some people are just like me a little. They only have one parent that they can stick with, or one guardian that they can really stick with. So... I don't (laughs) really know. Now, when it comes to, you know, there's dating and there's marriage. And I know you and I had this conversation at one time and it was just like there was this panic in you because you thought I was thinking about marriage, which I think for you you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, you thought, oh, no, there's going to be not only her marrying, they're going to live in my house. (laughs) And I know, you know, between you, me, and your sister, we have created this very special family. We're a very close family because it's been us for so long. And, you know, I had to kind of well, that fear in you that we were not getting married, we are simply dating. Um, but I know you did experience that when your father got married. So how did that make you feel? Okay, one way to call me out, mom. Love you, though. <laughs> but 
when I first figured out that you were going on your first date with Jay, I was, I was shooketh. I was just, wow, this is actually happening. I helped her pick out this amazing outfit because I thought she was just hanging out with all of her friends because they always have their little fun nights together. But nope, this is an actual date. That's why she said, don't make it too flashy. Don't make it too casual. Make it like a date. So, yes, I was crying. I was bawling my eyes out because dad was at the house and he was asking, where's mom going? I was like, oh, she's going on a date with Jay. And I couldn't, at the minute I said that, I was like, my eyes just started pouring. It was like a waterfall session. And then I ran out of the car because I told you, I was like, I don't want you to go on the date with him. This is going to be a whole mess. He, You're going to get married. This go mess everything up you and dad are supposed to be get together i remember those exact words and then dad came out and he saw me crying so you and dad took me inside you guys talked about how you're completely divorced you're not getting back together again and i had to accept the fact that this is my new life of course i did because here i am now loving my two parents at the same time while they're in different relationships but at that moment i couldn't really handle it. It took me a long, long, long time to accept it. But with my dad, you see, I didn't figure out that he was actually dating anybody till two weeks before his marriage. He's like, oh yeah. Oh no, he didn't tell me. My sister told me that he was getting married. Nobody told me except my sister, which she will tell anybody everything if you ask her. But, like, I had to figure out through my own sister's head and my father telling me about it. But the minute I figured that out, I was like, oh, no. And then two days after, he actually told me. And I said, I already know. He was like, oh, okay, that's good. Are you coming to the wedding? I was like, no. One, I don't know her. Two, I couldn't, I can't handle it. I'm still getting used to mom dating somebody. I can't get used to the fact that you're marrying somebody already without telling me that you even had a girlfriend in the first place or a fiance. So that was a whole rush of adrenaline running through my body, a whole bunch of stress, anxiety, craziness coming towards me. Mm -hmm. So what advice do you have for kids who are in a, you know, situation where, their parents are dating, their parents are about to get married, this person is going to become a step-parent in their life. Um, What advice do you have for those kids who are going to experience something that you already experienced? Well, if your parents getting married, that's a whole new stage. That's going to take a long time to get used to. That's going to take a whole bunch of years to finally figure out the fact that you have a new parent in your life but it's all about support trust and love the support you have for your parent knowing that they're going on a new relationship and taking a huge step and getting remarried that's something you have to take in and you have to know that it's going to be really hard knowing the fact that you have a new guardian watching over you And it's not the one that you're used to. The next is love, which would be loving your parent as the same time your new one coming into your life. 
yes, it's going to be hard at first, but at some point in time, you will grow to love them as long as they're not, like, in any shape of way rude or at all. If they're rude or completely toxic, I understand, like, why you would never like them. But if they're actually trying to be there for you or trying their hardest, maybe, like, open a little gateway into yourself so they can walk in so they can understand you and be there for you and try to be that new parent. And the trust is your, you and your parent having that final trust in each other, knowing that the fact that you two are going to be there for each other and knowing the fact that you are not going to choose any sides over each other, knowing the fact that maybe the new parent won't like you and your parent won't take that will take that side and be on your side the whole time. That's the whole trust and the whole bond that would never break through it. Okay. So, you know, growing up in a household with me, <laughs> your single professional mom, what impact has that had on you? I mean, we have your pretty much almost entire life, it's just been one parent um, really raising you. Granted, you know, you've you've been in your father's life. He's come here, you know, you, you know who he is, which is not the case for some kids out there. Um, but what has it been like um, having, you know, a single mom for a mom? I think, I know some people might not agree with this, but I think, to be honest, it's the best thing in my life. Because ever since you and dad got divorced, I have seen you in your happiest moments. Where you finally moved on and you felt free. You felt amazing. You, I could actually see your real smile. I know you always threw on a fake one. I got that from you. But, like, <laughs> you were always able to put on a real smile now and show your actual emotion. You don't hide it anymore. You actually show yourself, which you never did. But now that you're finally you and you're free from that old marriage, you are actually yourself. Like, you feel amazing. And I'm so happy about that, knowing the fact that I have a wonderful mother that's finally thriving and doing everything she wanted, finally making the podcast that she really wanted her whole life. I've seen it all over that whiteboard, getting the right job that never causes you to have panic attacks, having constant stress, waking up so early in the morning. It just makes me feel so happy knowing that my mother is finally there where she wanted to be. Wow. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Um, but as I end all my shows, usually it's for the single moms in their first couple of weeks or months of single motherhood. My question to you, Michaela, what advice do you have for those kids who are in the first weeks and months of their parents separating. 
Like they wake up now and, you know, maybe a week ago, mom or dad was there and now it's just mom or it's just dad. What advice do you have? I know I keep saying this again. It's going to hurt. It's going to feel like you just got stabbed in the stomach and boom, all you can feel is just pain, a wave of sadness hitting over you. It's going to hurt a lot, but. Just think about why your parents actually got divorced in the first place and understand the situation a little bit more before you just go crazy and think about, like, they're never going to get back together. This is horrible. How am I going to see this parent ever again? How how is this going to work out for my other parent? Just understand the fact why it even happened in the first place. And let's see where it takes you later on. So before we end this, I had this little memory of my seventh birthday party. We just moved in. We're still getting settled. It was my biggest birthday party I ever had. I had all my friends over. I had my whole family there, even though our house is not really that big for a bunch of people like that. But um, you didn't have enough money at the time, and I definitely knew that because we were still kind of low on food (laughs) but um you were on the couch you were completely exhausted of course me being me I didn't notice that you were literally down and you didn't feel like you did enough for me even though I had a giant bouncy house I had all my favorite foods I had my family friends there that was the highlight of my life and I literally went up to you sat on top of you Gave you a big hug and said, thank you, mommy. This is the best birthday present I ever had. And I know that brought tears to your eyes. Of course, I didn't know this because I was seven. Seven year olds don't notice much. But of course, me killing the mood, I said, cats don't talk. And of course, I waddle away into my room, play with my stuffed animals. (laughs) I remember that moment. I remember that time. Um, so I thank you very much for being my guest today. And, um, I just want to say to all our listeners, this was a very difficult transition when I transitioned into single motherhood. Transitioning into single motherhood was something that, um, within the first months and weeks, I, I didn't know which way was up. One of the things that I have that I did while I was um, going through that transition and in those first few years, I um, I wrote a book called Going Through It, and it is now available on Amazon. So if you are that single mother who is in that first week or that first month of single motherhood and you don't know how the bills are going to be paid, you don't know how you're going to get through this, I encourage you to get a copy of my book going through it because trust me, I was in your shoes and I know exactly what you are going through. So thank you all for joining us today. Thank you to Michaela for being my special guest today. Oh, I'm a um, guest every day since I live in this house. <laughs> that you are. That is some truth right there. So thank you for all for listening and go out and get a copy of Going Through It. 